Oh, I'm hitting record. Oh. Okay, no, I'm good. I'm good. <sighs> Hello, my name is Jordan. Hello, my name is Cody. <laughs> I want to say first, I love you, dude. Just, just so you know. I, I, I love you. I love and you I know too. you. People don't always say I love you to your friends, but I, I love you, dude. Anyways, I, I, love, I love you. Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds. I'm Jordan. <laughs> oh right, because we didn't roll a twenty-sided dice. I was so confused. I, I literally hate at the last the second thing. decided to change it. But who are you? Who am I talking I'm, to? I'm Cody. <laughs> I'm your old pal Cody. Uh, we build worlds because yeah, we haven't. We need to update the chart. <laughs> Anyways, how have you been, Cody? First, how, before you say what you've been doing, how have you been? I I've been good. Um, I'm a little sleepy. Yeah, you know, because because uh, life I sleep sucks. like poop sometimes. But <laughs> other than you know, the good news is last night uh, instead of sleeping, I watched Ocean's Thirteen. Um, if you ever think about watching Ocean's 13, don't. Also, don't watch it first. If you haven't seen Ocean's 11 or Ocean's 12, Ocean's 13, not going to make a lot of sense. I Anyways, mean, I was fine with it. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was great. I I was I was disappointed. Well, I mean, have you seen the new one Ocean's 8 or have you not made it there yet? No. I think they should stop making ocean movies. I mean, just I, in general. Look, okay, we kind of talked about movies and stuff before we started, but what I do think needs to happen is we need to stop doing adaptations in sequels and start pushing forward original ideas. There are so many original ideas out there. Like, we've done a hundred on the show, and I'm not saying give us a movie. I'm saying it's very easy to come up with something original. Uh, Yeah, right. Well, I, I agree with you. Like, I think... I think it is too reliant on like they're reliant um, on things that they name. know will sell rather than taking risk. Yeah, and I think that a lot of those movies just end up being boring and no one cares about them and then movies that end up taking a risk, yeah, some of them fail, but then they're also the ones that anyone ever cares about. Yeah, they're the ones, you know. Cuz like I mean, I liked the Avenger all the Marvel movies on Avengers, but the movies I'm really talking about are the ones that stand out. Like we spent like a good ten minutes before this recording talking about Overlord, the Nazi yeah. zombie movie, because it's a good movie. Re- it's a shockingly good movie. Yeah, and just like if the, you the, like more and more we're seeing, oh hey, we're gonna make a live action remake of this. Why? They're doing another av- a live action Avatar series after the failed movie, which doesn't make sense. They're doing Cowboy Bebop. We have to do everything live action. Why don't we come up with new ideas? Make a new space odyssey that's not Star Wars or Cowboy Bebop. I don't know. Oh my gosh, Jordan! I did rewatch Avatar: The Last Airbender, and it's and so that good. Show is so good. Now think about that being live action. I don't want to. Exactly. There's no reason to do that. We need to stop. And it makes me so mad that like society's so reliant on things that make them feel comfortable rather than trying to take risks and make a new thing. And like well, every yeah, time there's I mean, a new like, thing, Avatar: The Last Airbender is wildly popular, and it sells. Yeah, it'll like, sell. It it was a new original thing. Yeah, but now they are remaking it because it will sell, and that's not yeah. how things should be. And it's just upsets me anyways cody sorry to go on that little stupid tangent what have you no, been doing okay. recently okay so the the important one that i'm sure you're gonna want to talk about and discuss even though we already have a little bit 
is Horizon Zero Dawn, right? The game that like, you've been playing I, completely wrong because you just skipped all of the stuff in front of you. Like all of this stuff. They give you so many options of things to do. You're like, nah. It I don't have like good armor. Going- so I'm just going to go to the harder section where it's like, you need to be level 20 to do this and just not do anything. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing about that armor that you're being all poopy about. Okay. Like, here's the thing. I have a ton of scrap that I could spend, but they do that thing where you're like, oh, you also have to have a random eyeball. But the problem is the stupid inventory was so small. I didn't have enough eyeball slots in my inventory. Upgrade it. I know, but I didn't kill any pigs, so I didn't have any fatty meat. It's, okay, so here, first, I'm going to... Because just, my inventory is low. I'm just going to I'm just gonna get this out of the way, and then we'll actually talk about the game as a whole and not your playing of it. Like, so, the game is supposed to be where they set all of your markers far enough apart so that you can go and do other stuff in the meantime. It's not supposed to be quest, 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 but it's supposed to be exploratory. You're supposed to go and, like, do stuff. The world has so much to do and it's like have fun so go have fun with it i mean i did like i mean i did a cauldron that it didn't tell me i had to do and i kind of just wandered around but i just didn't want to like go and grind i guess like that kind of felt like guess to me it never truly felt like grinding because there was so much to do and like there were things like because i've been replaying it by the way and like there are things that i've been doing that like i just wanted to challenge myself yesterday and so there was a thunder jaw which is a t-rex um like creature and then there was a behemoth in that area and then a bunch of those bulls that you called big dogs by the way mind you they have bull horns and they're not big dogs. they have four legs they're puppies but anyways yeah so there was five of those and like i challenged myself like i want to take all this out without dying and it was like a freaking hard battle but uh, that's like and there was like, oh, hey, I want to go because I've never actually seen what's over this area. Even if there's nothing, it's beautiful to go see it. And there were some guys there. I freaking murdered them. And it's just. It, it, it is a good looking game. Like, and, and I enjoy the monster fighting. I definitely wish I had more powerful weapons, um, which I don't. I have not really gotten the option to get more powerful weapons where I'm at in the game. Like the. The traitor in that desert area is the first time I saw a purple weapon, and yeah. I didn't have enough scrap or the right resources to get it, so I probably need to grind that up as well. Um, I guess, but, to me, it never felt like grinding, and I know it might, especially since you have, like, more of a life than I did at the time. Like, you have a child, you have work, you have your wandering gamers, so it might feel a little grindy, but it never, it just felt like... It was my relaxation time is what it was. It is, it is a kind of chill game. Like some of the creatures are easy enough to fight that it's not too insane. And especially when you start getting even slightly better weapons, it gets pretty fun. Um, I definitely, uh, I am not used to playing a modern AAA game yeah. and I did not realize how homogenous they had become. Um, like the just the movement mechanics the way the loot works the way the open world works feels very similar to a lot of other games um and i just haven't played any of these types of games since they have all kind of boiled down to basically being the same like this game isn't that different than borderlands and is also not that different than the witcher and is also not that different than like assassin's creed or you know just well, I mean, you know assassin's what i mean creed turned into this game I was- right right and 
so I was surprised by that, but that does mean it, it's easy to pick up and play, I guess, because there isn't anything that shocking. I guess there was enough difference to me. Like you say the loot system's like Borderlands, but like it's not where you're getting a weapon every five seconds. There are a set number of weapons that all specifically have specific differences. And it's more about like using the modifications to upgrade rather than constantly picking up something that's going to be better like yeah i also hate any game that has permanent socketing i think that is the dumbest oh, thing you, in the world you can there's upgrades for that yeah i know but it's just like why even have it i don't understand the point eventually you're gonna get better upgrade crystals or whatever but i don't want to have to get rid of my weapon once i've crammed a bunch of crystals in well, it you're not going to have to you can use the upgrade to just change out the crystals yeah i i know it's just like, like, i don't have there that there is a yet, set so. number like unlike borderlands where there's millions <laughs> of weapons there is a set like i think yeah it's like 18 weapons like total <laughs> like but there's like there's like three there's here there's three attack bows three sharpshoot bows three elemental bows there's three of the um elemental slings there's three of the blast slings there's three trip casters three um what's it called three rope casters and yeah. yeah so like there it's three of each of those things like there's not 500 different bows right there, there's right. what no, and I, and I there's get that. 12 and different bows at nine i i appreciate that that is the case um because i do think that border well i like borderlands for what it is but it it did not need to have 700 different bows yeah um yeah, I mean, like, overall, my impressions are good. It just, it does some AAA things that I don't like. I am done with every choose-your-own-dialogue tree I mean, ever to a put point, a it's not that much. A lot of it's just asking for more information. It's not like you're specifically, like, saying yes or no to a thing, and then you'll never see that option again. No, I know. I just don't enjoy that. I just, every time that part of the game happens, it just, like, crashes the game to a brutal halt i get you like any like momentum and fun it's just like breaks have a conversation i'm like i just want to shoot dinosaurs with a bow and instead i'm talking to this guy well the thing is you literally skipped all that you keep telling me oh i just want to fight more i want to do more and then you literally ran past all of it well, so the ran past all of it, like, I kind of didn't, I kind of didn't. You like, I did, didn't. though. You had five well, quests but, open. No, like, l hear me out. It's hard to tell when you're, like, in the next area. You know what I mean? Like, I was advancing the main story just through that, like, whatever, the sacred Narn place. Nora or what lands, it's called. yes. Yeah. You're going to make me strangle you. Without, like, all of your missing... <laughs> it's a big dog. It's clearly a bull. Well, it's the Narn area. Yeah, so I was, like, going through there, and then I was like, I didn't realize this was going to be, like, a big turning point of now I'm in the desert and I've, like, skipped the whole area. I was just, like, doing the next thing to do. Because um, <laughs> I had done some side quests. I Because I, like, did the cauldron. That was fun. Although it was kind of long and there was a lot of walking around, which stopped, stopped making me walk around. Um, and then I can't remember what else I did. I did some other random, like yeah. I got my, my spear. Okay, so you were somehow. at the area where you couldn't shoot the things, go to the hunting grounds because they're like challenge areas where it's like, oh, get this many, like, um, in a minute and a half, get this many blaze containers off of the, um, grazers or, oh, oh kill I grazers. fail at that. <laughs> all you have to do is just slow time, bang, 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 you're done. 
yeah i'm just bad at it <laughs> i don't know i don't know so how like how do you like overall how do you like it because to me it is my absolute it. favorite like of triple a games i think it's the best one that i've played um i have played triple a games i think i like better yeah i think um I'm trying to I think probably the game that is similar to this that I have enjoyed the most is like, um, this is an older game. So obviously, you know, like I'm a little dated here, but like, I think Dishonored was more focused and I had a lot more fun playing yeah. so far. Okay. Um, uh, I think it's funny because this week I tried to play Dishonored 2. I got fed up with it and then I just started playing Horizon. <laughs> <laughs> because like i mean i'm playing new game plus so to me like i can literally go anywhere in the world without it being a big deal because i already have all the upgrades and all the bows and stuff so like there's nothing that's going to like be too much of a wall like i don't have to get up to the level because i'm already max level so right. i can like the whole world is my oyster so i've just been going and doing stuff but this honor was just um, like oh yeah go to this area now you have to sneak past all these people it's like i really don't want to Oh, yeah, and I'm just, I don't know if I like the story yet. Like, so far, it's felt very, like, the game started, and I almost could write the entire story from the first ten minutes of the game, you yeah, know? But you're, Which isn't necessarily a bad you're thing. You're, like, 15% through the story, though. And you also have yeah. skipped <laughs> I just am not sure that the story is going to take a sharp right-hand turn that I'm not going to see coming. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I mean... Like, there's only so many robotic post-apocalypses you can make, and I don't know if this one's going to be breaking new ground. We'll see. Maybe I'll be wrong. I don't know. I like um, the story. I thought, to me, the story was great. I like the story. I like the characters. I liked playing in the world, but I thought, like, actually being in the world and doing the fighting was... Do you like I, characters plural? You only like one. You're, again, 15% through the story. Yeah, I'm just saying so far everyone I've met is a variety of mohawk, and I'm just like, uh, you all look and kind of act and kind of sound This the is same, so hard so to I'm not get upset at what you're saying, but I get what you're saying. I understand you. But like, yeah, I like characters plural. You're only so far into the game. <laughs> I, I guess. Like, like, I, just, I will like, say, I, like, I, I mean, I'm going to say names that you're going to forget or just call them the wrong name when you get there. But I really like Vanessa towards the end. She's freaking awesome and just ripped out of her mind. Um, I liked, uh, forget, what's her name? But she's the hunting grounds lady. I liked her a lot. Aaron grows on you after a while. I liked him as well. Um, it's just, there, there are, there's lots of characters. And it, it's a game that if you do all the stuff, it has a lot of heart. Well, and I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Like, I... I am definitely enjoying it more than I enjoyed, like, The Witcher. I think it's more accessible I, than The Witcher. I think The Witcher was kind of a dumpster fire, and I know a lot of people love that game and swear by it, but that is not what I want from a video game. I, <laughs> Maybe I just that's the right way to put it. into The Witcher, and, like, I, I feel bad because there are so many people who really wanted me to get into it and play it, and just every time I played it, it felt more like a chore and I wasn't t having too much fun. I think it's also partly because so many people told me to play it. Like, it felt like I had to fulfill, like, what they wanted rather than just playing the game because I wanted to. And so just it never it just never felt like fun. It just felt like a chore the whole time. The Witcher and this feel very similar. The difference is this game, it like gives you a bunch of ways to fight monsters and then is like, 
go fight the monsters. We're not helping you anymore. Like, here's a rope gun and a trip gun and a bow and arrow. You have all the tools you need to fight monsters now. You go have nuts. The bombs, right? And if you... No, I never got bombs, no. Okay. I mean, do I need those, though? Like, it, what, can the I thing just is, use my bow and arrow? The thing is, it's there's so many play styles. Whatever works for you, and if you don't think you need bombs, then don't use them. Like, what I would say I really like is that you're allowed to put a rope in the wrong place. Yeah. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate that I set a rope trap and it just doesn't work way out. too high and a freaking thing just ran right underneath of it and killed me. And I was like, thank you. Yeah. It's like the I have to actually, I can't just well, go and up and click A and then the rope is right where it needs to be. That's the thing. It gives you all, like you can look and see all these weak spots for the um, robots. And then you are, it never tells you how to fight them other than the beginning when you fight the Saltooth with your dad. Like it never tells you how to fight it. It never tells you how to approach battles. You can just do it. They will literally stick you in yeah. a bandit camp. Fine. You can sneak a snipe or you go literally run through and have to dodge and stuff. You can do like, that's what I liked about it. You can do whatever the heck you want. And I, I love that because it means that plans can yeah. go wrong in hilarious ways. Like that one where I like set up all these rope traps and then I like stood back and started shooting at them to try to get them to rush at me. And five of them just jumped on me and dogpiled me and I died. And I'm like, well, <laughs> or like where you're like, oh, I got I got this plan worked out. I'm going to do this, then this, then this, you know, and then it just immediately falls apart. And I'm just like running away, yep. just like hitting people so, with a spear, <laughs> eating flowers. So that's what happened to me the other day. I was in the cauldron and like, it's a small area and I didn't even see the freaking, there was a Ravager, which is basically a sawtooth with a freaking gun on it. But um, there, there was a Ravager. I didn't even see it. Then also that just out of nowhere. It just hits me. I'm like, oh, crap. So I'm running. Small area. So I'm just running around a circle. Just stop. Shoot it twice. Keep running because there's no good way for me to, like, actually fight it because it is just chasing me down. And then, like, yep. Bell, like I told Bell about it. She's like, oh, you could have just set, like, a bomb trap and ran. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I could have. <laughs> like, but I decided to run, pull out the slate, try to hit it with a bomb, miss, run some more, shoot it, run some more. Whack it so it's on the ground because I have that skill upgrade. Run some more. <laughs> yeah. Also, focus on the, the one first three just... skill trees because those were the ones for the original game. The fourth skill tree is the DLC, so you don't necessarily need those skills. Oh, I think some of those to me. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm saying cool. like you can beat the game without using any of those in the fourth skill tree. But those first three. Well, right. Yeah, like, those you don't really need th any first three them. are like what I would recommend going for first, especially things like the triple shot um, and like the knockdown attack. Yeah, that's like the bottom of the tree. Though, oh, yeah, it is. I don't I don't remember because I had like I've been playing. Yeah. I have them all. <laughs> Yeah. Like that's got the triple shot. Triple shot has got to be out of some crap down. before because like oh this thing has half health. Bam. Okay, <laughs> it's gone. Now I can focus on the thing that's actually trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the first time I went after like the human raiders or whatever, where you're like sneaking around their camp and they have blowy up barrels. I was like doing really good. I was sniping and then I just like slipped and fell into the middle of them and I'm like oh <laughs> all right. But I like that it didn't fail the mission. It was just like, yeah. now you're in a fight. <laughs> like, yeah, that, now that's, you have to fight. there's no, like, at least from what I remember, there's no, like, fail state, like, things like that. Like, you just get screwed. Well, the beginning of the game did have that. There was, like, a stealth part where you just had to stealth and there was no other option. 
Um, which, it's when you're like a little kid. It's in that. Oh like, yeah, yeah. When you're a kid, yeah, because you're a child. But that's the last. That's the last time because like you right. didn't have a bow when you're a child. Well, and I like how they're like you can track the paths and sneak past them. I'm like, I am never going to do this <laughs> ever. Just, I love how like you really only want to play like ten percent of the game. <laughs> I really want to play. I just I like that the game lets me play it stupid. And it it's still possible. Well, and that's the other thing I can think of that really a triple A game that really did it this way was Bioshock Infinite and Bio, the Bioshock series lets you play how you want. Yeah, right. Like you can when you go to fight a big daddy, it's like I can set up all these things, or I can run in there with a shotgun, shoot it in the face, and then like fumble backwards and then have victory. a drill shoved through my chest yeah, <laughs> because I right. did it badly. But yeah, no, this is I, I like the freedom, and I, I think it's a really really good game. Hopefully you can get more into and like figure out like your path and not quit the $50 that you just spent on. I think (laughs) the only thing right now that is bothering me is like, I am impressed by the exact right way that breath of the wild did it. Limited weapon inventory. Sure. Limited item inventory when there's a million different types of them and you have to sell them sometimes. Yeah. Like in breath of the wild, there's nothing stopping you from just, Keeping all of the moblin bits you could ever have. That way, when you go and upgrade your armor, you have the bits, right? I mean, I get you. I get you. But this also, game, you can upgrade that. <laughs> I know you can, but that's like, you understand kind of like how that's like self-defeating where I need to upgrade my pack because it's full, but then I don't have the stuff in my pack to upgrade my pack I mean, because I get my you. pack I is full. <laughs> I, I get you, but I disagree with you. How about that? Because I think it's a I lot just don't easier think than it, you're making it. It, it, it is like I've upgraded my pack twice. I just don't want to have, I don't see the reason yeah. to need to. I get, I get you. And I, I think you. this kind of goes back to like my, I don't like games that waste my time, which is why I can never play a JRPG ever in my life. Cause I yeah, don't have a hundred hours. You're pretty much done on those. <laughs> so when it's like, um, you gotta go kill 15 pigs. I'm like, is this game pig killing the game? Like there's a T Rex, well, that, that's the thing and I gotta you, go farm. Pigs. But the thing is, you run by the pig. Like you can literally run by a hundred pigs. It just I like like literally as you run killing bam. animals too. I was like kind of a vegetarian, you know, because it feels weird in this well, world I, to be like I'm to gonna to the show, but all Cody, the chickens. The funniest thing about this games, you know what the health potions are made out of? Just like any plant. No, the the health po- the actual like bottles. Oh, it's potion. like yeah, you need like fat meat or whatever. It's just all meat. She's literally just drinking meat, and I think that's the funniest thing ever. Where it's not even, it didn't even try to like oh yeah you like medicinal herbs like put a little meat for protein. No, no, it's just like she's just chugging meat. Yeah. It's just it's so funny to me. It makes me laugh every time I do it. I I think I don't know. It, it would be different too. Like this is like a weird thing, but if it was. On a console that I could play with my son. And, well, and I guess it's also, like, a little bit too violent, too, to kind of, like... Like, a game he like Breath of the remember. Wild. He literally well, will not remember. Yeah, but then you're just, like, watching your two-year-old watch you, like, rip a guy's arm off. And he's, like, screaming and you, you blood's never, flying out of him. That's Last of Us. That is not Horizon. You can, you cannot shoot people's arms off in this game. I think but, this game know, is like, rated teen, isn't it? Uh, I'd be surprised. I mean, it's pretty... Like you witness the mass murder of teenagers. Oh like, yeah, the first and you do get your throat slit. Yeah, and then you shoot a bunch of people that are just like, "Hi, my name is Greg," and then you shoot him in the mouth with a bow. Yeah, 
What? Who's Greg that you should No, but you just... know, my point is you're not fighting monsters. You're not, like, fighting goblins. They're humans. And they're just people that believe differently than you, and that's who you're murdering. I mean, they're cultists who wants to murder everybody in the world, but yeah, sure. I don't know that. They just wanted to murder me. We've been at war with a bunch of stuff. Anyways, Cody, we gotta get to the show. Yeah, we do. We do. <clears throat> I'm glad that you're playing the game. I don't like talking to you about it because you just make me mad. <laughs> There's just like a few things that I'm like, I just don't know why. I, see, I don't, but know why I don't think that's your problem with the game. I think that's your problem with AAA. It, it is. I think the Other AAA than the games, fact that they can come and they can fix your car like when you're on the side of the road, AAA is not for you. Yeah, I think that is true. And this is like yeah, better like, than like, a I, lot my, of My battery died and I like in my car in my garage and i was literally able just to call AAA, and they um jump started my car in my garage and then told me my battery is bad so i had to go get a new battery i'm making a triple a joke cody did you actually do that yeah my car died in my garage and then it turns out my battery is bad yeah i guess what do you do if you only have one car yeah yeah and it was in my garage i can't put it in, like also volkswagen i can't put it into neutral without taking apart the center council ah See, yeah. this is the weird thing for me is that I drive old garbage cars. Yeah, where you could just like pop it in neutral. It's fine. I couldn't without ripping apart my center console. Like I, I literally for a while had one good battery in three cars. And I would just, anytime I drove a different vehicle, I would take the battery out, put it in the other vehicle, strap it down and drive that. I remember your your truck that was like basically held together with duct tape. I still have that truck. It's still. I nice. thought you got rid of it. No, truck is still here. I still Does have the it, same. You truck still drive it? Wait, do you still drive it though? Sometimes it's not my daily driver, but I, I have a I have a Pontiac vibe. Um, okay, that's like the thing about not, how that Pontiac not, vibe is we, free Cody, too. We need, we need to just move on because someone talk about me. Oh, that's and nice. they totaled the car. So oh, so I you got, just got a free car. Nice. I got the value of the car in cash, and I still drive the car every day. You're an idiot. You know that I. Do you know how much I have spent in my entire life on cars? I thought you were just going to end You know how much I've spent in my entire life? $5. I've only okay. spent $5. <laughs> I have, in my life, owned three cars. I still have two of them. And in my entire life, I have spent $3,000 on cars. Yeah, Cody, but that means you need to get a new car because I've driven. I've been in your truck before. It is a dump. It is the scariest machine I, I have my, ever been inside. I don't drive my truck. I drive a car that has a hundred thousand miles on it. It's totally. I, I think I'm at like 120, 130 right now with my Volkswagen. Yeah, see, my car is technically newer than yours. In mileage, it's a 2001, but you know, whatever. It's not newer. Mine's a 2012. Okay, we need to get onto the show. Anyways, yeah, but Cody, it has more. Cody, miles. What was last week? You, what was last week? Um, superhero World, which yeah. none of us really did. I Are you saying none of us? I literally had superheroes and supervillains in a superhero school. How are you saying none of us? Speak for yourself, you idiot. And strictly speaking, I kind of forgot what your world was. I remember now. It's the There was like the lightning man. His name was Captain Wattage. He wasn't. And he, stop! Just stop! And he you, made, like, just stop! You make me so mad because that is not made, even remotely close. Did you just make me Jigawatt so mad? He made City. Stop talking, Cody. Stop talking. Tea. Stop talking. Stop and talking. You asked me stop to do the talking. summaries. Stop talking. I've done. Uh, no. Okay. Last week was Superhero World. I was really happy to have Kelsey on. She was like a really good um guest. She's welcome back whenever. She probably will come back. <laughs> I, I I understand if she never came back and won't be too broken up by it, but she was really awesome to have on the show. We did Superhero Worlds, Cody, um, where she did Worms and like 
in land no, sharks. She did land sharks, yeah. Yeah, words of land sharks, and you did talking dog pirates. I did furries, yes. <laughs> and I and I did a superhero um Dr. Megawatt, who um decided I was pretty close. You said Captain Wattish who had lightning powers. Dr. Megawatt did not have lightning powers. He was just really smart. Okay, I'm going to level with you. Entire time, I assumed that character could shoot lightning. Like, I realize now you you never said that. Cody, what are we doing this week? I'm done with you. I'm so done. In with my you. head cannon, though, he like wore like a lightning bolt shirt that glowed. Cody, that he was literally like, just a normal doctor who well, who who buried the bones of an old god under his farm. And ended up giving everybody superpowers. <laughs> I really, uh, I really wrote a lot of your world in my own head. Yeah, you, you literally. The, what Cody just said is that he didn't pay attention to a word I said and just came up with his own idea. I paid attention. I just wrote my own Cody, so what are we doing this week, please? We need to this stop week, this. This week, we're doing another worksheet where we build a world together. Yes, I really like these. It's kind of an exquisite corpse type thing where you start the first part, I do the second, you do the third. It's really fun. But, Cody, um, so we never actually, before we started, we never picked like if we were going to do a theme going into this. <laughs> so you want to um, do that now? Yeah, I want to do okay. Noir World. No. That's my vote. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's really good, Jordan, because like this this podcast is kind of like an improvisational well, like the, see, based okay, on you're chemistry. talking about yes ending, and I get you. But no, last, no, okay, I mean we talked about yes ending, but last time you literally said we're doing this world, like it or not, and then you just started going on it, and it's like, okay, I guess I'll just add to it. So I think I, I think we should have more of a discussion than we're doing noir, it's done. Well, all right, Jordan, then tell me what you want to do. We can have Noir be part of it, but I don't just want you to be like, this is what we're doing. So I already started writing it. <laughs> I mean, look, I've already got my head around. Anyways, go ahead. Wow, you jerk. Okay, so Noir. Okay, what else would you want in it? I don't want it to just be Noir. We don't have to do Noir, man. I'm, I'm fine with whatever. Okay, well, let's do um, musical. I'm kidding. Um, so do you want to do, we did fantasy last time. Do you want to do something different, like more sci-fi or like modern, like urban fantasy or what do you want to do? Uh, we can do something more modern and more science based. Okay. That, I feel like that can be our theme. Modern science based. I'm writing that down. Modern and science based. (laughs) Okay, Cody. So anyways, let's just. If I make this steampunk, are you going to be mad We did. See, but we did steampunk last time. So we yeah, did do steam. Yeah, so I yes, I will true. actually be mad because we're just doing it again. We need to be new. We need to be different. We need to be special. Okay. Now I'm worried we can only do steam. Time. Worlds. If you could compare the era of your story to one on Earth, when would it be? In the present, in the past, in the future. I mean, this is in the present, right? Okay, we're doing straight up. We're doing like straight up urban fantasy, like just today, now. We're doing like our stuff. See. Yeah, what are you what are you writing <laughs> okay i'm gonna say that our stuff is set in present or near future right yeah so so like you know there's cities cars stuff like that or are you not thinking that far oh yeah 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 like definitely it's you know so ur- okay urban. you're gonna hate what i'm about to say but like are we thinking more along the lines of like bright where there was like fairies and stuff just in downtown detroit or do we do it more like a little bit less of that <laughs> okay okay i i'm i've got a phrase for you this is this is what never I want. say this is what bright I want. again 
Yes. First of all, yes. Ne- you should leave. Like, I'm done with you for bringing up Bright. Um, okay. Yeah. Wait, wait. No, you didn't like Bright, right? I liked it the first time I watched it through, but then when we were doing notes for our show, I was just like, no, this is really bad. I, okay. That's a longer discussion. Cody, it was because I watched it with my girlfriend. It just... It, it, We've talked about this. When you're watching stuff with another person, it's just the moment of the... You just, just end up making out. I yeah, get it. What? No, we actually didn't. But anyways, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that show. We, we actually sit down and watch movies together, believe it or not. Anyways. Oh, gosh. Okay, That's so all this is, this is This is my phrase. Goblin market. All right? I so want, bright. like, this... No, that... Can you Can you hear me out? underground supernatural elements in a modern fantasy world that's what i'm going for so there's like a hidden so you want like a goblin like black market so it's kind of again i so i do this thing where i compare to other things just because it helps me visualize so like um fantastic beast and where to find them the first movie how there was like that like speak easy with like the goblin people yeah i just don't like those i just don't like harry potter goblins because i like my goblins oh so you want like legend of zelda goblins like moblins yeah 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 yeah. well and, and when i say like a goblin market it doesn't necessarily have to be only goblins but i like the idea of a jordan drinking from a comically huge water bottle yeah, whatever. Don't don't even. Um, I like it's a, the it's idea a gallon jug this, for like, our audience because this isn't a visual podcast. I just have a gallon jug next to my computer because that's safe. Um, I just like the idea of a secret farmers market. You know, like so. You so go you want to be like buy all your magical like, wares. So when you say underground, gar- um, so goblin market, the first thing that comes to mind is illegal. Do you want it to be illegal or do you want it to be like there is just this vast fantasy world, just like underground yeah it's more that it's not that it's illegal it's that humans don't know about it most humans okay don't know about so it. what we're really going for is one that i actually was going to mention at the top was like world within a world type thing yeah i always like yeah those, okay so yes, i'm down with that's, that that's, that's what we're going for okay so now we have like our overarching okay ideas, and now we so. can build to it so location what is yeah. the setting of your world i don't want to do america because i'm kind of fed up with america we can not have it set in like yeah, but like um, our city would like could look like America. I don't want to do America because I'm so fed up with America right now. No, no, no. What I'm saying is it can just be any modern city. Okay, so it doesn't need to be specific. Um, so we'll call it. Uh, ooh, what's a good name for a city? Oh God, have you seen my city names? They're all bad. Echelon. There you go. Okay, I like that. Does this play place in parallel? Okay. Is it on an Earth-like planet? I'd say we're not going to focus too much on the Earth-like planet. It is on an Earth-like yeah, planet. But like, yeah, but I'm saying that's but not going to be like that's the focus. Not we're the not going to like the... sit here and describe, oh, yes, there's like these continents and lakes. I think we should just focus on like the city and then other cities that like kind of interact with our city. Uh, I like that idea. Screw you, Cody. <laughs> Screw you, Cody. Okay. <laughs> Slurp from the bottle. Flip me <laughs> off. So classy. <laughs> god i have like the more and more i do this podcast the more and more i talk to other humans in general the more and more i realize that i am a trash person that i'm just just, like (laughs) i'm super crass as like i just i like like, i have to try to be like a normal human being in everyday interactions like because it's like like 
oh, at work recently, like there was an email chain back and forth with a customer. It's like, I have to be like normal and diplomatic and not sarcastic and rude. <laughs> I, uh, I I had a coworker where I had to proofread his emails because he always came off as super condescending. I literally, rude. like I have to sit down for like 10 minutes working on an email because I have to make sure that I do not sound snippy at all. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Okay, so Earth-like planet does occur in another dimension. Yeah, whatever. Okay, so who lives in our world? Are they humans, aliens, animals, insects, hybrids, monsters, etc.? So I would say primarily humans, right? The city of Echelon is a human city. Okay, so are we going to do like... Yeah. An, actually, I like the idea of like not necessarily be underground, but like almost being like an upside down. So like getting to the underground fantasy market is literally like... It's just the whole place would be, like, upside down. Yeah, when I say underground, I mean in the sense of, like, the Underground Railroad. It was not literally an Underground yeah, but I Railroad. Like it to be, like, you open a door, you, like, take steps down, then all of a sudden flip up, and, like, you're in a completely different, like, place. That's what I like. What do you think about that? I, I, I am and cool it's just with like, that. And, and to the point, it's just a mirror image of Echelon. Like, the, it's just, like, there's... Human echelon and there's fantasy echelon. I I like that. So there's like, oh, okay. So there would be uh oh dang, I was gonna say bright echelon and twilight echelon. Don't say bright. <laughs> as long as we don't say bright. I like twilight echelon. What should the other one be? So the city of echelon, daylight echelon and twilight echelon. I think it's just echelon and twilight echelon. Okay. A human city. And I like the idea With of them speaking, cars. like, not speak, like, I know if we did this, like, an adaptation of this into anything, they would clearly speak English because that's the language we speak. But I like the idea of them speaking, like, a different language. Like, I like it not just being stock standard English. Oh, you mean the yeah, humans? Yeah, the humans. I like, I like, I just like the idea of it. That's how fed up with America I am right now. I don't even want them to speak English. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so I, I would say like, in, I don't know why, but in my head, it's like, like a mix of like, like the language would be like a mix of like French and Japanese for some reason. So like, so like, instead of like, it be like the alphabet, like the letters would be like almost like a kanji-esque type of like symbology rather than being um like a b c you like that idea i know we're getting to like yeah like, no, way like too that nitty gritty that doesn't matter for like a written world like this but that's what i like i mean it can kind of tell you the flavor of the city is a mix of like paris and tokyo yeah i, I like that like a mix of Par like like I, I like the idea of it being like hyper tech technological like tokyo but also being like a little bit artsy and more like like a little bit artsy and more like older i guess in the building style yeah. like which i mean is also well no anyways doesn't matter you're about to say um, it's also tokyo so, just tokyo yeah i mean that's yeah. kind of tokyo, i mean well but, you take yeah. a step no, outside of tokyo that's what every other city is but tokyo is like this high it's basically a little bit more advanced new york <laughs> yeah so so yeah i like the idea of it being like the city yeah ne neon neotech on top of art deco is what you were about to say <laughs> no on top of classic architecture oh, okay um, so I think the idea though is that Twilight Echelon, like it's a flip side of it, but I don't think it should look the same. Mm -hmm. Maybe it would have like similar street layouts, but I think yeah. that it would be a lot more like low buildings. I don't know um, why, but I have like the image of like plants and stuff growing on the buildings. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like buildings overgrown by trees is a cool yeah, yeah. idea. Overgrown by trees. 
I don't know. I, I like instead of like you know there being roads. I like I like there being more like like stone paths and like like it being it yeah, being more yeah, of like like, like your typical idea of what like a fantasy would be, but being mixed with like a city. So like like it would literally just be like like Legend of Zelda on top of a city. <laughs> okay, so I like this idea. It's crafted by the goblins. I'm saying I, I want a little bit more fantasy creature than goblins, but I also don't want like. A- oh okay. no no no! That they're not the only okay. ones. They're just the ones that built. I'm the also going to say no elves because um, elves are overdone. That's fine. <laughs> um, so it was crafted by goblins after Echelon started to um, advance too far. So once they started feeling unwelcome in Echelon, they crafted this magical plane in which to hold their like you know giant farmer's market so yeah i like goblins um gnomes gnomes yeah i like gnomes um hold on i think we should focus on like subterranean fantasy okay. creatures Ooh, definitely some insects like giant Ooh. basically scythers <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like some i like big, how you said insect like, scythers insects just like freaking they have blades for hands <laughs> they yeah, yeah, yeah. Big bipedal. I I like I just <laughs> insects. And of course, I I want to throw in bird people again. Oh, uh, and we're gonna have no no bird people. Okay, lamias. Then how about that? Sna- What's a snake lamia? People. I was literally looking up a name for snake. Okay, people. cool. Lamias. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, well, snake people make sense because they're like but they're, but they're the people where it's like half human, half like snake lower body is a lamia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I think some rodents too. Like there are some like ferrety creatures that live under there. I, I like the idea of them all like wearing like like the ferrety creatures wearing clothes though. Like I I like the idea of just a ferret with overalls, <laughs> just like a ferret with overalls and like a straw hat. So like, hey, what you want at my farmer's market? <laughs> like I just I just <laughs> like that stupid image in my head. <laughs> Farmer, 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 ferret. Okay, so I'm kind of thinking about what each of these groups I, I would so be like. I so far like what you're doing. Also, I typed in Lamia, and all of them are just sexy ladies. I say that a Lamia can also be a man. <laughs> We're not just going to have sexy ladies. I mean, if you specifically look for a male Lamia, you get a lot of sexy guys. Hey, man, so. as long as they're sexy. Apparently, that's just kind of like a sexy uh, thing. I mean, snake... Boy, let me tell you what I'm not into. Is snake people like zero judgment? I do not want a snake to be binding Ew, me. Not yikes. my thing. Why? See, my thing is like I'm looking this up. Why do all the drawings have to be sexy? Also, I'm posting this one in our chat because it is so horrifyingly gross. <laughs> Just which one? It's this goth one. Look at this chick. Oh, oh, you should send that. To <laughs> Be like, meet the newest character in the world, Shock. <laughs> Hold on, let me do this right now because it needs to be done. <laughs> just hey. Okay, I just want our viewing audience to understand the picture that Jordan sent me. There was a woman <laughs> sticking her own tongue down her ridiculous balloon. And cleavage. she also, like, so the Lamia is usually starts at the waist and then the snake stuff. But no, she has a full human butt and then, like, it goes into snake. When you say a full human butt, it is five times bigger than her torso. And she has, like, butt cheek cleavage. 
Yeah, it, the butt is bigger than the rest. It's actually the butt is most of her body. Yeah, this is like 90% butt, 10% anything else. <laughs> it's, this is funny because I'm serious to Diana now and it's going to be like four weeks before she hears this episode. <laughs> okay. I'm okay oh, with that. Oh, God, no context. Here we go. Don't say anything about it. This is what happens when me and Jordan are on the podcast by ourselves. <laughs> we need, we need we more need So, like, I also just don't like the idea of them being sexy and just... Just, they're the, but they're they're the hunters. They're hunter hunter gatherers. Well, to me, it would be like if you want to go and buy meat, you're buying it from the Lamia. Ooh, okay, okay. The giant insects, scholars. Yes, <laughs> yes. They're bookish. I love it. Hey, don't correct how I spell knobs. G n o m b. He's a knobs. That's what they're called. They're knobs. <laughs> Oh no, no, sir. Okay, so we have this underground world filled with well, I mechanic like, like so magic like mechatronic devices. I like the goblins being like um tinkers. Like not just but like yeah, yeah, actively yeah. being tinkers. Yeah, and then the like ins the giant insects would be like the, having satchels. But they're with the poets with oh, as, on. as the poets once said. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. The Lamia would be like, they'd have like bows and arrows and spears and they would hunt other creatures to sell for food. And then if you just wanted to get yourself a leafy snack, boom, go to the rodents. They tend the underground gardens. I feel like all of the rodents are like super nice. They're like super hospitable. Yeah, I mean, they're friendly. Okay. They have they have that Hoosier hospitality. Okay, so next question on this list is, is there tension between the races? This is going to be a freaking long episode, by the way. <laughs> okay, so tension between the races, that is a complicated question to me. Because between the humans and the... That's actually what I, that's Ooh, actually what I was going Twilight to ask. Creatures. Is there tension between the... Like, do the humans... Are the humans allowed... If they can find Twilight... Are they allowed into Twilight Echelon? Oh, we, we can't say are they allowed into just Twilight <laughs> because uh, Team you know, Jacob. It's anyways, crazy. this is not forks. Okay, I'm no, joking. You know we what? don't have to talk I'm about it. Not I'm joking. Team I'm joking. Stop. <laughs> He's I'm a joking. Fire. I made a joke. Anyways. I literally just made a joke. Go on. Do you know who I actually I am? Don't though? Don't Team care. Bella's dad because Bella's dad is the best part. Well, not for oh, her. Oh, okay. Just in <laughs> say, I, for me, hey, I'm Team Incest is not something you want to say on this podcast. Anyway, <laughs> that is not going to be the episode the episode title, even though I'm tempted. <laughs> um, hey, I'm Team Incest. I think that there aren't tensions between the humans and the creatures of the Twilight because of the Goblin Market. Like the Goblins made a way to kind of have a place for these creatures to live and not have to deal with the fact that humanity kind of moved on past them. So, like, they aren't at war because there's no reason for them to be at war. Does that make yeah, sense? I, I mean, I'm going to say it's not going to be antagonistic, but I'm going to say that um, when a human does end up in the market, like, if I'm going to say it's, like, rare, first off. It's rare for a human just to stumble upon the market unless they know about it or, like, had a fam familial connection. And then second, I'm going to say that it's not necessarily antagonistic, but they're not like on like 100%. Oh, look, a human. Let's instantly sell for it. It's like, what are you doing here type of thing? I think they'd be like an outsider, but not unwelcome. Does that make sense? Like, I like the idea when there's these like kind of supernatural creatures that they have their own laws and rules that are not intuitive, which I mean, this is like getting into like my audio drama yeah, territory. But I like that thing where 
a human would just, it would be like a culture shock. Like, you don't know that doing this thing is offensive or doing this thing is courteous. So it's like out of place, not hostile. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It'd be like you bow wrong or you like use the wrong phrase or, you know, it'd be like if I went to Europe and tried to tip. Yeah. Right. Like you don't tip in Europe. So, so it is just like, I don't like know that fish out of water, other country type thing. Yeah. 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 And I think that that could lend to conflict, but I don't think that there is large scale conflict. Okay. I'm fine with that. <clears throat> Who's your hospitality? Um, oh Lord. Freaking Indian. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're rodents. Yes, like yeah. Anyways, um, I'm so, so I'm skipping some of these questions because I think we're answering them as we go. So, but the people in Twilight Echelons, like, where do they live? Like, do they have small villages? Do they like live within the buildings of the city? Because I'm gonna say that some of the stuff is mirrored, but not necessarily the same use as it is in regular Echelon. Um, I feel like there is maybe a smaller number of twilight creatures not necessarily in like a they were exterminated way but just they don't reproduce as fast as humans i'm also gonna say Um, they live longer just in general they could live longer i just think that it's like a smaller community so like i think that there are probably other i think maybe it's like all roads lead to twilight echelon um so like if you're in another city and you go and try to find the goblins market you'll end up in twilight echelon Does that make sense? So this is like the capital of Of the Twilight creatures um, is Twilight Echelon. And I think probably surrounding that. So are they like in cabins, houses, like how they live? Tents? It would definitely be like per race, right? So like, or not necessarily per race, but there are those like different flavors that this is traditionally what these things would live in. Um and then, like, as the city grew up, it'd be, like, whatever place you can find. Because, um, like, the humans... Well, the rodents live underground in, like, caverns and holes. Yeah, right. So, like, the rodents would have, like, dens, yeah. you when know? say so the like, lamias, the, nice. sorry, the snake people, they just, like, have, like, like under rocks, they, like, have, like, areas, but I'm going to say, like, no houses, per se. I think the lamia would have, like... Tense. Yeah, areas tense, but like I'm gonna say, like it's very because they would need to be able to be nomadic. Yeah, I was about to say that nomadic. Like it's not a static. This is their home for good. It's just they are everywhere. The insects all live in trees. Insects live in trees. Oh no, they 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 have hives. hives in, yeah, but the hives like, are in uh, trees. Earth and hives. Yeah, definitely. Um, I like the idea that the gnomes like are Keebler elves. You know, so they have like cute little like cottages with yes rooms that are brightly colored and there's always like puffs of magic popping out of them um and then i put the goblins would live in like these large but squat iron like workshop buildings you know yeah i'm I'm down with that i'm down with all of that that's really cool but i think that though like that's the architecture and you would probably pretty frequently find rodents living in gnome houses just because there's a gnome house available and that's where they Uh, and on regular echelon i think it's going to be pretty much light of very mix of tokyo and france france san tokyo I think we got like very small. Urban yeah, I was I was about to say a I lot mean? of apartments. Like there's there's like an older part of the city where you have like the more like 
the older apartments and there's like new high tech where you have like these really just extravagant like expensive as f apartments where it's like you press a button and like everything happens <laughs> just like like the yeah, window think- shade goes down like lights turn up it looks like it's day like it's like super high tech not saying futuristic i'm saying like high tech as as high tech of an apartment would be in today's day and age. Yeah, so they got like Google yeah, apartments. Yeah, like, like yeah, know. Alexa. Like they say, raise the Alexa, curtains and ambient. You know. And it was like their whole apartment. But like, and then there's the older part of town. Alexa, do something useless. Great. That's all Alexa I mean, can well, do. really, though. Uh, but yeah, I, I just like. Alexa, be a gimmick. I just like the idea of like there's like an older part, but like everything's like, you know, small apartments. And there's like a suburban area where people have their houses and stuff, but like that's like further out. It's not really a big deal. Well, and I think that, like I said, all roads lead to Echelon. Uh, on or, both sides. Uh, Twilight Echelon. So you would find like. Um, you know, you'd find like there'd be small towns and like the larger world, right, for humans to live in. But even in those places, you're still going to find like a and, little back door where, you know, you go down the wrong alley and open a door and you find yourself in Twilight Echelon. I'm going to say it's like it's outside of the city of Echelon. Like it's a very just vibrant, like countryside. Like it's, you know, you can find cottages and stuff still. Like it's just very yeah. quaint outside of the city. There's a, there's a lengthy history yeah. in this place. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So it's I just want like city. so last time we kind of just went through the whole list, but I just want to quickly go over like the part that we just built so we can have like it's more combined. So City of Echelon and underground, like the flip of it is Twilight Echelon, where there are fantasy creatures, humans only in Echelon because all of the fantasy creatures have migrated to um, Twilight Echelon. In Twilight Echelon, it's more of a fantasy world, lower buildings. Um, you have the trees growing out of the buildings and stuff like that. And then it's ruled by the th- um, multiple different races. Almost said three. It's not three. Goblins, gnomes, insects, lamia, rodents, who all pretty much get along. But we're going to get into that with society. Um. So I think society of the parliamentary um, government in the humans sure just because i just want to get as far away from america as humanly possible. yeah i mean like i feel like the human society is by far yeah the like most we boring. literally like, just say just parliament very... government done i don't care yeah <laughs> i i think that um our fantasy creatures like all benefit off of each other like it's a very it's not like a set government but like they all like benefit off of each other I think that um, the goblin market is like chaotic by design. But yeah, not it's the bad just way. very frantic, almost <clears throat> like always something going yeah. on. It's like quick, quick, get to place to place, bustle, bustle. Yeah, there's not like I don't think there would be a no. Government. Yeah, I don't think there's a government. I think it's just like a mutual. It's um a symbiotic relationship or whatever. Right, right. It like works out for everyone to have this yeah. place. Um. And if there is a government, it would be like pretty small. Basically, they're libertarians. Um, I, I think. I think really, they all benefit each other. It's all like, okay, well, you guys can hunt and provide food. You guys can make the technology and make it easier for us to get to place to place to hunt. You guys have the like our farm. You um, rodents are farmers and stuff. And sell the vegetables in the market. Like it's all to create this market. All. of Everything they do right. is to make sure that this market runs smoothly. So there are people there are people in charge like making the market run, but I don't think there's a government. Yeah, not like not like a like, large I, I, I think there's like a couple bosses here and there that make sure like, you know, 
like 6 a.m., everything's up. We're getting the tent set up. Everybody's selling the stuff. Like, and then at this time, there's like organizers, there's organizers but not a government. Yeah, I think. Well, and I think that would make sense too, because probably like all of these twilight creatures were used to being very like independent and just kind of like, um, trying to think of the right way to put it, free spirited. Does that make sense? Like very like nature oriented. So like the idea of having like a big metropolis is odd, which is why the city that they end up building was like squat and kind of <laughs> overgrown with nature, yeah. right? Like, I think trees are still the tallest thing in the goblin market. Yeah, I'll say about that. And I mean, I, I think it's one where it's, I mean, we'll do society history in a little bit, but I think it's one where it's become so big, we're just like, everybody is part of this thing. Yeah, and like right, everybody right, has right. like well, that's a what I mean. Like, it's, it like is that's the, the thing. That's the organizer. Yeah. Like they pick, like you know, like the fairs and like stuff. They have different stalls and stuff where they sell stuff. But it is, it would be this just giant thing every morning where everybody just comes and there's just so much stuff to buy. Yeah, what's their right. currency? Like I'm gonna say some sort of stone, like gems and stuff. Oh no, it's definitely barter. Oh, barter system. I do like. I mean, I do like a good barter system. That's why, like, most of my worlds have been barter systems. <laughs> there might be like consistent tradable goods. Yeah, like you know, you can always get away with trading like these gemstones or like ironing get you know for the goblins yeah. or whatever. But I think that for the most part, it is barter goods. Like I say, you do like scrap metal and stuff for the Lamia so that they can create um, weapons for hunting and things like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah the the um, scholars, like you can go anywhere if you get them a good book or write them a good good yeah. book or a poem. Like you have to give them some sort of knowledge that would help them. I like the idea of you paying them in stories. I think, I think each of them has like a thing you could always make bank off of. Yeah, like the uh the insects you can almost pay in like tales and stories and information yes. you know that's a fun I, idea <laughs> the keebler elves <laughs> yeah that's what the that's what the gnomes you, you are. pay them in cookies <laughs> i feel like the gnomes you're paying you're like a lot of what people trade them in is uh we'll use this experimental magic item it's like Hey, it's like you can have whatever it is as long as you use the use this rocket, see what it does. Just you know, also <laughs> just like a house explodes. It's like not what we wanted, but here's your item. <laughs> like, well, we got to go back and like tweak this a little bit so we don't blow up the whole entire city. Uh, I, I like that idea. This is gonna be a long episode because we're already at an hour. <laughs> we're like only like a third of the way through this. It might be because of how much we talked about. Yeah, and then we talked about cars for like again. That might be something Horizon I just have to on. cut out because of time. <laughs> so, um, is there a class system? Rich, poor? No, I, I think there's not really a class system. Above ground, definitely. Well, yeah, like, above ground, it's not... like normal life. Like everybody has like jobs, yeah. like in stacked, but there are no billionaires. They spread the wealth. Uh, no billionaires. No, I, I don't think there's billionaires simply because there wouldn't be, like, a need for monetization. Like, I would think that, like, most things are very, I'm like, talking about uh, spread out and disseminated. no billionaires. Oh, upper echelon. I could see there I being that. <laughs> like, I think... So here's my thing about upper echelon. Like, it can be a fairly positive place, but I think there is a reason why people seek out the okay, goblin market. Okay, yeah. And I think there is that like desire for whimsy, which maybe it doesn't like it doesn't have to be horrible, but I could see that being financially driven sometimes yeah. if someone feels like trap. 
and I, I I feel like the um Twilight Echelon, I feel like it's more of like a myth and legend, like a rumor that gets spread. Like, oh yeah, about the wonderful market that's under, like that's you know you have to get to this magic doors. Like, oh, it's a special thing. Like, I don't I don't know. Part of me like imagines the interactions almost being like spirited away, not to like oh your parents are cursed as pigs, but like you go down and it's just like this all striking thing that happens where you're just completely fish out of water and like you learned a lesson at the end of the day type thing but like you can work in the market and stuff for a bit and then go back to your normal life and it's this thing that like no one believes you when you try to talk about yeah no i think that like people going to the market is not like necessarily atypical but it is almost always not believed like, there's maybe rumors about it, and there's definitely humans that stay living in the market, um, but it is not widely known about, and I think that finding it is, like, almost a magic event. Does that make yeah. sense? I, I mean, I like that idea, and I mean, like, I really do like the idea of it just being, like, a doorway, and you walk down some steps, and then suddenly you're in yeah. this place where like, you walk down some steps, but then it's like you really didn't travel at all and you just open another door and then boom you are in this like you come yeah. out of this random building and you're in the market well and i like that idea too that it's kind of the beginning of a lot of quests or adventures is finding this goblin market and finding a you know an insect that wants you to go and find this random obscure piece of information or this you know ancient item from antiquity and then you know that's it's like a jumping off place for adventure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'd say we could like skip a lot of these questions. Um, are couples married? Are they monogamous? What? I don't care. I feel like it's a mix of everything. Um, I feel like it's a. I feel yeah. like it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Like definitely in like Echelon City, I would say like marriage is yeah. a thing. Um, I think. Well, that's actually a valid point, and I don't know if we care to go into this. Like, do Twilight creatures reproduce, and can they intermarry? I say yes, and I say, but it's not, like, a big deal. Like, oh, here's my wife, the insect lady. And, like, yeah, like, I, like, I like that. I'm like, because I... I'm thinking, I'm going, like, fa the fantasy stuff that I used to read and used to be, like, in love with. Or, like, there's, like, the old couple... um of the farmer rodents and they're just you know super whimsical really nice family that just helps you get on your way once you land in um twilight echelon and it's just like yeah it's just old yeah. mom and pop's rodent lady but then like you have like the um one lamia who's like the great hunter and whatever and he's married to like an uh, insect scholar like i think it's just it's whatever i don't think it really matters and I think their kids would literally be dragons. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. And now I need to burn my eyes out with acid. We have combined my two least favorite things, bugs and snakes. Great! <laughs> I I think it would be like their kids are one or the other. Like, I don't think there would be... A, yeah, I was like, going to say that. It, you would have a Lamia child or you would have an insect child. Or like, or like, yeah, I, the insects... Like, yeah, yeah, that's my brother. It's like, wait, really? And then it's like, yeah, was, anyways um what are people's values Ooh, that's actually kind of interesting i think on echelon city like upper echelon regular echelon like it's a lot of what it is today like not the american dream but it's like you know getting a good job like having a 
a quote unquote good life. And I think that's like what adds on to the pressure that leads people to trying to seek out this fantasy world because like, you know, you have all the pressure of trying to be normal in society's eyes. I think maybe in upper echelon, it's like very corporate and not necessarily in no, a terrible no, it's, way. It's not oppressing corporate. It's just like um, all encompassing maybe like working for a company or like working for a firm ends up being like your social circle and your hobby. And then you also go and do work there. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like very kind of close knit and familial. But if you feel outside in that, then that might be one of those things that drives you to seek out something yeah. else, you know, like this very orderly kind of up upright society of, um, echelon. Is it echelon? Yeah. Am echelon. I that right. Also, I um, want to say I did send you another picture just so I could remove the image of that big butted snake lady. I couldn't look at that any longer. Yeah, it was really distracting, and those are cute mice. It's really gross that I couldn't, like, because I have to look at you so I know what you're talking, but I couldn't look at that thing at all. i my video. I had to um, look at anything else. So, and then as far as below ground, I think it kind of depends, like on which group and like you can kind of tell that there are some values that are kind of crossed over so like generally the goblins are like very skilled and crafty and like tinkerers right that yeah, is and they, kind and of they want to set. tinker and like i guess you know just just mess around but like also like see what they can do with what they're finding like i guess turning scrap into something useful would be like a goal and values like what like you're a good tinker if you can like create value from nothing um i like the idea too that those like oh you know this is kind of a cool thing i like the idea that the um when the goblin market got made ever since then, those like lines between all of the twilight creatures have started to blur a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. A um, lot. So like maybe intermarrying between twilight creatures was very rare, right? Yeah. Just because they lived in vastly different places. Like the goblins were living in under the mountains and the insect people were living in trees. They never saw each other. You know, it was very rare. Whereas now they're all kind of crammed together. So you get goblins becoming scholars and, um rodents that want to go and become hunters and all of these like um people kind of playing out of their lane um but the cultural histories were kind of very dedicated by like which group it was does that make yeah, sense yeah that makes sense um so i like the idea of like what are people's values like the snake the hunters like they want to be good at the hunt they want to bring in bigger kind of competitive yeah it's competitive but it's not like in a mean way like it's not like oh if you don't bring it a good hunt you're useless to us but it's just like look what i can do try it out do yeah. me like it's a it's a, it's friendly competition yeah, i like this world being more on the friendly side than it being like yeah this shouldn't be like super aggressive like i don't imagine I, this being i know for my place. long form world i'm probably gonna do something kind of aggressive <laughs> So I wanted this one to be like hat, like the calm before the storm. <laughs> well, no, like, cause I like the idea that the goblin market is someplace like kind of magical and whimsical that you can find these incredible and wonderful things. Yeah. Um, I think the rodents, like their values would be very hobbity. You know, it's like, yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I agree. Eat, I, eat, I like eat that. a good, eat a good meal, spend time with your family. Yeah. 
Um, the brush your toes. <laughs> the gnomes like looking into the otherworldly dark magic to <laughs> to raise the the old spirits and change the world forever. But no one succeeds, so, so the they just have to, no one succeeds, so they just you know make magic stones and stuff. <laughs> like I, I I like the idea of it being like this like super dark thing for the um, gnomes, but like. After a while, they just stopped caring, and it just they becomes just like using it. magic for whimsy rather than to raise the old gods. Like I like that idea of it be like it having this super dark history, but it's just like that's not a thing anymore because everybody got bored with it. Okay, so we got Cthulhu gnomes. Got yeah, it. Yeah, but I just like the idea of like if you look in their old ancient texts, it's like this evil like like it's all written in like blood. It's like this if you say the spell out loud, like evil will come. Like you'll unleash the evils of the world, but like they used to be like this super dark race, but now they just like that's not a thing. Like no, no one does. No, the gnomes just chill. Yeah, they're they're just they're just chill now. And I, but I, I just like that. And I like the idea of the um insects, the scholars, just you know, trying to like all scholars observing the world around them. Yeah, and I think the scholars are maybe like um a value they have is like library ish. So it's like. Yeah knowledge is free and given to everyone they don't hoard they they hoard knowledge but it's to make it available um yeah but you know once you get a um scholar talking like once you get one of the insects talking they just don't shut up like they just <laughs> like you just talk ask him how his day and it's like oh well here's the meaning of a good day and just like talks for like eight hours about the world around and how every day is technically a good day because of the day you get to live and they just keep going and it's like okay could you shut up please <laughs> <laughs> and we're all sick of it's, it's like they just they yeah once you get them talking they just don't shut up i like that that's a good idea <laughs> um okay what is sacred Ooh. <laughs> to the gnomes the bones of the old gods <laughs> just... i think to the people in echelon nothing in that it's like um a quickly secularizing society. Yeah. Um, so one of the, the like schisms, right. Is that maybe in the old days, like either the twilight creatures were worshiped as almost deities okay. or like avatars of deities. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like these were considered religious figures and now that has become passe. So maybe there are still like goblin churches but no one really goes anymore or it's like real like uh it's like i don't know this isn't exactly political but whatever it's like christmas here it's like yeah there's a religious component to it but but that but everybody's talking about buying no gifts longer the for majority. their loved ones which yeah. has nothing to do with yeah. the religious component yeah it's it's mostly just like a chance to have a party and give your friends presents yeah. it's not Ooh, so there's like old ho- there's a bunch of holidays that like surround like the um fan the twilight creatures like like there's a bunch of holidays still and i like that idea of that's like the thing on echelon this is what happens i think that they have the exact same holidays it's just one is like the corporate yes, version and yeah. one is the old school version but it's, it's you all know about what I mean? gift giving like lighting fireworks but down on there's just like 
it's those same values are not reflected. So the people who go down is like, oh, they go down during like whatever the goblin Christmas would be. They go down to it is completely different. Like you don't have people giving gifts and stuff. You don't have like loved ones kissing on a mistletoe. Like, no, they're just celebrating like the harvest with their family. That's what's happening. Well, or like, you know, you take Halloween, right? It, I don't know what the equivalent would be, but you know, in, in echelon, that would be like, yeah, you know, the kids go trick or treating. They dress up scary in twilight echelon in the goblin market. Dead people would rise from the dead and be ghosts for a day. That was you just know? Dora. Like, Dora. That's what happens. Just the living dead day where you have to, the labia have to hunt the living dead. So they don't hurt anybody. <laughs> and it's like it's like not like a exciting it's a bad their halloween is a bad the, the living dead day it's like it's like it's rough it's like, but a like rough every time. Li- yeah it, now i'm just stealing from dora hedoro every dead person that you kill you can like trade in a trinket into the market to get special items <laughs> which literally happens now i'm just stealing from dora hedoro <laughs> well yeah it would be like the reason why in echelon everyone celebrates and eats is that like before the big hunt where they have to like subdue all the dead that rise <laughs> there's like a big feast to send off all the hunters <laughs> and that becomes the tradition oh i i um, love in that echelon. idea that is so funny to me so it's just all like kind of misremembered truths that are still like active in <laughs> I just, it's just very specifically market. like living dead day <laughs> yep the Living Dead Feast and then the Living Dead Day. <laughs> okay. Um, so what is universally accepted as right and wrong? I think anything that would um, impede the market is wrong. So like sabotaging another stall, like hurting someone, um, selling bad items, like poison stuff, like anything that would hurt other people and impede the market is universally wrong. Um, I definitely agree with that. Um, how's that text message? I think. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's good. Sorry, <laughs> I'm so glad um, I was right about it because usually I say they're like, "No, I was just looking at my nails." <laughs> no, no, no. In this case, you were right. Someone texted me, and I needed to message. Yeah, that's them why. I just, I'm so glad I'm right. <laughs> um, I think that definitely there is like a, um, supporting the market is important because it is everyone's home. Yeah. But I also feel like, I don't know the right way to put this, that there is kind of a, mm, maybe like an awareness of nature is pretty common. Like, there is a status quo and a hominess that they are trying to maintain, which is kind of the point of the market. You know what I mean? Like, the market itself has an aim, yeah. which is to give all of them a home. Yeah. I guess that's kind of saying the same yeah. thing, but <laughs> the the re- I guess the reason is that, like, providing a home for the twilight creatures is important to them maybe that's what it is is that like being a refuge is an important thing you know what i mean yeah so even if that is a human that finds their way down to the market um if they are someone who like is in need or needs a home this is a place where they would be able to find one pretty easily and that is considered like universally essential I mean, this is a little bit darker, but I do like the idea of someone having a horrible home life in Echelon and then escaping down to Twilight Echelon and just finding their place and just like being part yeah. of the market. Yeah. Like everybody knows their name, like they and with a the family, they care for the family's children. Like I just I like the idea of like it is it can be an escape and it's you're never going to be like 
looked down upon. Like once, once, yeah, once, like you like, tell your story, like again, it's gonna be like the ah uh, human because you're, you're kind of rare, but it's also gonna be like oh yeah, let's let's take him in. I think it's a haven for sure. Yeah. Um, I also think courtesy is considered like universally important and very confusing. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like there is a right thing to say and a right way to have a conversation, and you being rude is like a faux pas and one that does happen. Um, and something you have to be careful of, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, like giving offense is a big deal and it is, is not impossible to do. I like, I like these unknown customs, you know what I mean? And then I feel like there's just pretty standard laws and normal echelon, like don't kill, don't steal, don't. Right. And I think it's like kind of more orderly. Um, I mean, there's, like, so, law enforcement. I feel like it's, like, a normal society where there's law enforcement, there's, like, there's judges and all of that stuff where, you know, it it, it, it reflects upon our world standards. I was going to say, what I think might separate this from, like, if, you, if we're not calling this just yeah. America is, like, I don't think there would be that, like, we're rebels streak, no, you yeah. know what I mean? <sighs> um, I think that was, like, for many cultural and historic reasons that is just not the society that developed for them so it's far more about like knowing your place and kind of sticking to it and being like orderly and homogenous maybe is a way to put it you know what i mean yeah yeah i get that man I can't wait till I write a story in one of these worlds where, like, we stopped writing notes after half of of the episode. Where it's like, (laughs) man, now I have to listen to the episode and remember what we said. Because, like, this world and the train world were, like, are so far two just really good ones where I could write, like, a very light world in. Because, like I said, like, a lot of times I do stories that are heavy and I just want to do something light. Yeah, sometimes having a little whimsy is fun. I'm not really... As you've noticed over the last hundred episodes, I'm not really a whimsical person. Like <laughs> I, I have I noticed am that. Ver- like I'm very self serious. <laughs> like I mean, I, like that's like I come to things like horror and stuff because I can create a story like that that is serious, but also good and not like he- too heavy handed. That's why I like horror, anyways. Um, I don't think there's really too great of gender roles i think everybody has a place in um twilight echelon um and i feel like it's kind of equalized in upper echelon where it's like become like it's it's not really a big deal gender role wise i don't know if that's i don't know if that would be a theme we would want to play with like to me in anything like this and this is like the tricky part is i don't want to make echelon (laughs) suck but that's I what I'm trying not to do something... because we had our little talk when we wrote our last world together where it's like, yeah, I don't just want to make like capitalist of sky people. I don't want them to suck. And I don't want right. Echelon to and, but... suck. I just want it to like eventually like everything like leveled out. <laughs> I think maybe it's one of those things that like, because um, think about it this way. If you have something where there is this subverted world, there has to be a reason for people yeah. to go there. And that can be multitudinous um and i think that that like gender and identity would not be in a typical in this type of story would not be in a typical reason why you might have a character that wants to 
find a new home or a new place to feel like they belong. But it doesn't necessarily have to be the case for ours. It can be very different things. I think maybe a lack of conformity is would be something that drives people from Echelon to the Goblin yeah. Market. Like, not, not necessarily that Echelon is terrible, but it is very uniform and very organized and very orderly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it would just be up to the person writing the story whether or not they think that implies anything about okay, gender. So I think we can just pass over that for now, then. But I think for sure not in the well, Goblin yeah, Market. Well, yeah, and I, I, I still say in Upper Echelon, it's like, it's starting, I'm, I'm going to say in my mind, it's starting to level out where there's less of a difference in gender roles. Yeah, yeah, and I think that, like, that makes maybe sense. Maybe it's not perfect, uh, but I think it's on its way. Also with the things becoming more orderly yeah. and flat. We're, we're plateauing. Anyways, um, yeah. so yes. Yeah, you know, society is a little bit crappier up on Echelon and not really on lower uh, Twilight Echelon. Um, so we got history. You want how deep you want to go with history because we are running a little long. Um, I think we kind of yeah, already talked about it. Like, really, the idea is just that at some point history started to move past where the Twilight folk felt comfortable and they made a place yeah, for them like to they, go. They all lived on one plane, and then the gnomes after getting over their obsession with the old gods, decided to make a plane where they could, you know, kind of separate a little bit. But there's not, it wasn't like a war that drove them away. It was just like, I guess, a differencing in lifestyles. Like, yeah, the like world Echelon, moved on they started to, to like, you know, build up, industrialize in like, techno- like the technological era. And um, Twilight Echelon, there was like, we were fine with what we wanted. And so they separated and went their own ways. And I don't yeah. think, like, I don't think there was like a mass. There was a culling of magical creatures or anything like that. Like, no, no, no. I just think there was a there was a reason why they left, and it was like they were happy okay. to leave. Yeah, I think we already answer all the questions in history and laws in government now. Rel- I mean, we kind of went over relevant laws and like how it's not really laws, but more of a. Yeah, 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 because there really yeah, it's, aren't. It's there more, really like, much as, of a government. In the city of um, Twilight Echelon, it's more of a benefactor of the the uh, market, and there are supervisors, but not necessarily laws. Like, just don't impede the market, and we'll, we won't have a problem. Right, yeah. Um, we said it's a parliament up above. Who are the controlling parties? Parliament <laughs> and the supervisors. Yeah. Is there a struggle for independence? Is there growing dissent? Uh, I think the struggle for independence would be why people yeah. leave. And as far as is there dissent, I think that like maybe this would be like the plot of a story is like something that threatens the market or a group that for some reason decides to threaten the market would not be atypical as a plot in the um in a story but i don't think it is the rule you know what i mean there's not like an established splinter faction right now fighting against the existence of a goblin market i mean i like the idea of like other people are trying to start their own like being dissatisfied with the way the markets run just because they want to do things their own way and like trying to start their own market and like they're being like rival stores or like that's the thing like where someone has like their own stall in the market and then another person wants to like break out and do their own and there's like rival stalls type of thing yeah no i, I, I agree like that with that lot. right and i think i think that that is the type of 
yeah, that would be like what the stories would be. I think you'd be, you know, like competing, competing stall owners or <laughs> yeah, whatever, I, I, <laughs> vying for a place. I just want to write whatever. a story in this world now because I really like it. It's just it's whimsical, and I don't do you know me. I don't do whimsy, man. I hate it. What I what I think I want is a is a food truck called the Goblin <laughs> Market. That would be a solid food truck name, and that exists in Upper Echelon, the Goblin Market. I will say, like a group of humans <laughs> came back from Twilight Echelon and wanted to like spread that same type of feel in Upper Echelon, but no one believed them about goblins and stuff, so they started their own food truck called the Goblin Market. <laughs> Wait. Jordan, I'm going to twist that just a little bit. It's a group of goblins. No, it's three goblins <laughs> stacked on top of each other in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, yeah, food no, it's a, a food truck in Ashland. Working with three goblins stacked on top of each other in a trench coat. And yeah, they're like working together. Or they like work in the back. They're the yeah. cooks and he's like oh taking money. Yes, that is beautiful. I love it. I love it. It's just called the Goblin um, Market. We kind of covered like what type of magic. We got like tinkering magics with the gnomes. I talked about like the old god magic of like curses and like you could call upon magic and have vines come up from the ground and entrap someone and like all this like killing curses and stuff. But then no one does that anymore because no one like it was literally <laughs> just like they got bored of it because it's like this is. They have a dark past. Yeah, they're, know, they're so edgy. Edgy. like they all wear there fedoras. There used to be like goth gnomes, but now everybody's just like, I don't really care. Let's just, ooh, let's just. So like when you go in their house, they're they're like just they look boring, but on the wall they have like a katana and a fedora, <laughs> a fedora on just top like of like, sitting a, there. A, like a skull that used to be a living person. <laughs> it's just like, like yeah. yeah, I killed that guy. Like oh my gosh, but yet yeah, the I will say. The gnomes of the old ways wear fedoras, but they like they speak super <laughs> chivalrous, so they will always say things like "milady." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm, we're keeping it. It's staying in. <laughs> uh, gnomes are in fact I'm just gonna just write twelve year olds. Milady gnomes. Let's come gnomes of the old order. <laughs> yeah we still like barely have notes in this um so who has magic it's mostly the gnomes yeah i would say that everyone's like th these are all kind of magical creatures but the ones cast and i feel like like gnomes. humans and stuff can learn magic but it's like a little bit harder for them because like they weren't they don't live in twilight so they didn't have like the they didn't grow up being exposed to magic all the time yeah i agree, I agree um I mean, we kind of answered all those questions about magic daily. I, I just last time we went through every question, and I'm skipping whole sections. <laughs> daily life. Yeah. What I mean, do people do to pass the time? The market. <laughs> I mean, I think going there is its own thing, and there's definitely like not not like arcades, but you know, like there, there's cornhole uh, outside. They like they play like, cornhole or bags or whatever you call it in Indiana. But what's like the the like sketchy like carny games, Like the you know? fair games they have Oh my god, they have fair games. Yeah, 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 like crazy versions of those where you're like throwing daggers through oh, like throwing hoops daggers or, through hoops you know. like you have to knock over like the ingots of gold with like um with like fire magic or something like oh, yeah, you get handed yeah. like this anti-magic thing like it like yeah. I like that. What do they eat? Who can there's fly definitely the best. fair food for what do they eat? There's definitely like fair food type stuff. Like there's like not Oh, it's everything. Yeah, there's on like a novelty yeah, stuff. Like you got like frog stuff. legs on a stick. You got like um 
fried everything, but they fry it with like magic. <laughs> fried <laughs> everything. You can get fried like cockatrice or something. Yeah. What's a I'm cockatrice? pretty sure that's what that like weird fantasy bird is. You mean a chocobo? No, that's yeah, it's co cockatrice. Can you get fried chocobo? Cock a trice is how it's spelled. <laughs> it's basically half bird, half dra half chicken, half dragon. I want a whole chocobo because I want to like eat an, a leg that's like huge, you know? Yeah. Oh my god! Just yeah, like like there's ostrich sized birds that they ride. So yeah. <laughs> but uh and just like there's all sorts of fantasy things like it's just crazy foods and stuff like like and i feel like there's like a night market side of it where like oh there's like prostitution yeah no no i didn't mean because so when i went visited leah in vancouver there was like a night market we went to where it was like at night there was like games and stuff there's like vendors and shops but they had like they had a bunch of just weird foods. Like we got a bunch of octopus on sticks <laughs> and like, like, yeah. And I feel like more night market stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah there's yeah, like yeah. more fun and entertainment at night. There's live music with the Lamias, like play harps and stuff. Like, like the, like during the day, yeah, like, you know, it's more yeah, yeah, active, yeah, like that's trying a cool to get idea. stuff you need for life. But at night it's more of like the fun time. Yeah. It's a, it's a party. And then they wrap up it's around like midnight party, and yeah. start the new day. Would you say that it's like a sexy cave no, orgy? No, I don't you know? want to do sexy. You like always in the have Matrix. to do sexy. I don't want to be sexy. <laughs> yeah, you you put the Lamia in here and you're like, but they're not hot though. <laughs> I don't know. The defining characteristic of the yeah, Lamia. Because every time I say something, you're like, it has to be sexy. I'm like, I don't want it to be sexy. That's not why I wrote it. <laughs> I, was I know, because Matrix we made a Matrix joke, joke the last time we did a combined world. Um... <laughs> What type of clothing do they wear? I say the rodents always wear like super cute like overalls, like farming wear, because I just like I like the yeah, idea of yeah, a squirrel yeah. in a, in overalls or a or a chinchilla with a flannel gnomes... shirt on. It. <laughs> I think it's cute. yeah. I think the gnomes do kind of dress like lords. <laughs> I little do bit. like the idea of like the old world gnomes with like their fedoras and like they wear like bow ties and stuff. Oh gosh, that's actually and they play really they horrible. play like lutes. I, I was thinking they play more like and stuff, and it's just like they're super pretentious. I was thinking more like leather trench coats and like well, yeah, big high yeah. And collars, I think that's the gnomes you know? of today, but the old world gnomes are like the 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 old world gnomes were bow ties. Yeah. Modern gnomes wear black trench <laughs> yes, coats. Yes, I think that's like a fun juxtaposition. Come on, dude. I think the insect people don't wear clothes. Yeah, they're just gross insects, dude. They they just have like a satchel and glasses. I, I do know, I most. do like the idea of like an insect with like a monocle. <laughs> and the Lamia, of course, only wear bikinis. No, no, no. They, they just like wear like like just shirts. They don't wear anything on their snake body. It's just like they only have top <laughs> covering and then nothing else. <laughs> I like the idea of that. It's because it's really funny to me. <laughs> Perfect. So we figured out clothes. All right, what's next, um, Jordan? I love how you just gave me the reins for some reason. Oh wait, no, no, no. Up above though, um, it's all like no, no ties, like always open collared shirts, but very like pressed. I was thinking and, like, like a, a lot mix of between the style in French, uh, France, and the style in Tokyo. Oh, well, but they, I don't think people dress like hipsters, and I don't think they wear power suits. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's like utila, utila clothes. You know. So like, 
not modern France. So we're going back like 50s France. No, I don't know. Like kind of you, Star Trek-y almost. You just want them to wear what you're wearing right now. No, I mean, I'm wearing a flannel shirt and blue jeans. Yeah, that's what you said. Open color. That's what I thought you meant. No, no when I mean open color, I mean like their shirts. My shirt's unbuttoned. I just mean that they wouldn't have like a place to put a tie. Oh, I, don't think they would wear I thought you meant just like, you know, you're like tired after the day of work. So your shirt's open. No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. No, no, so, no. so it's just like they're not prim and proper type deal. Uh, I think they are prim and proper. I just don't think that that would equate to neckties. Okay. I don't know. Um, what you like, mean, I think their clothes are usually. <sighs> I just mean that their clothes are less ornamented, like they're more practical. Okay. That is not to say that they are not well maintained and and like prim. I just don't think that they're as ostentatious. A tie would be extravagant. Okay. Is what Whatever, I'm saying. <laughs> Moving on. I can tell they just like Star Trek characters. I can tell characters. you're getting tired. How are they educated? Don't I feel. Care. I, I feel like this is a solid, a solid description of clothes. I am also very tired. Okay, so I, I mean, I think we covered everything else that's up. Like, gosh, this is it's a, a long, a terrible it's a long though. list, and I'm regretting it. Like, I think we covered everything we needed. Like everything we would usually do. I feel like we got a solid. So what we here. did like last it. time is we really quickly came up with like we built a character in our worlds, and oh, and I really yeah, like the idea yeah, 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 of again, yeah. just like bit like create a character and just like like how does this character interact and i say you can go first okay so um my character is named bim 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 is a rodent that is about like i would say three feet tall um bim bim was famous amongst his rodent friends for being the biggest and the strongest um i'm gonna call him Volman or like vol voles you know they're like little mice with yeah, no tails um so the voles um were usually very small and he was the biggest and the strongest and decided that that meant he was not cut out for a life on the farm and became a hunter Dude, voles are so super he went cute to, by the way they yeah. are so he went to train with the lamias thinking that he was going to be like instantly like <laughs> because he was strong to like the, the rodents he thought he would be strong to the yeah. lamias it's like big fish, small yeah. pond, you know, and then he goes in the ocean with the Lamia and finds out that he's a, he's in fact a tiny little rodent and they think he's adorable. <laughs> um, so, so it's about him becoming one of the greatest hunters ever uh, of the Lamia where he has to like overcome his like tiny stature and um, cute demeanor amongst all of these very intimidating snakes and prove that with a nimble mind and dexterous hands, he is able to be just as deadly. I love that. Bim Bim, the greatest killer of all time. <laughs> it's just like the image of this cute little mouse is covered in blood with like a sword. It's just like just like flying through yeah! the air with a bow and arrow and like a spear. I, I just like the image of like this cute little mouse just like the deadliest warrior. So I will drink your blood. Uh, this is this is a callback to the time I was doing a Star Wars game and I needed to put a Sith in the game and I made it an Ewok. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> and like a psychotic, murderous that Ewok. That is glorious. Okay. So my yep. person, I'm going to go stock standard what Jordan usually does. I'm going to say my person is human. I'm going to say they're... How ginger is she? <laughs> God, I do... I actually was going <laughs> to... 
I was not going to do a ginger. I Yes, all of my main characters are ginger, and um, they all wear masks. <laughs> that's, that's like the thing. <laughs> um, so they, the human, I'm going to call this person, let's say Nicole. Um, actually, going to do, yeah, Nicole. And I'm um, going to say they were a skater in high school or whatever schooling they took, but they like were outcasts. Like they didn't like the, you know, how like stock standard and not really, I guess, not prim and proper but like how like um exact things had to be and wanted you know a little bit more excitement in life wanted to do things differently never felt fulfilled heard all these rumors about the night market and so they ran away down there and now they just work in the market and they do deliveries between all the different stalls on their skateboard and they're like accepted by a a family of rodents but like it just just because they take bim bim's place (laughs) yeah yeah it's like they're they're, it's um bim bim's adopted sister and like she she's just like super she's just super outgoing but like finally gets to fit in in this like weird like fantasy world it's like fighting finding how to fit in but also it's like when you're riding a, a skateboard through like this market that runs like a well-oiled machine you're messing things up so it's just like constantly like trying to find your place in the world and like wanting to be accepted but at the same time not wanting to go back home where where everything's boring so like even if you weren't like instantly accepted down in the underground you still like it a lot better down there than your home before and i just like this idea of just like i like the wonderment of like like, it's always a childhood wonder going to fantasy world, but I also like the idea of doing, like, from, like, you know, like, 14, 15-year-old, like, going into the world yeah. and just, like, still being... It's like recapturing that Still whimsy. being in all of everything, but also being old enough that, like, not everything is like a, oh my gosh, this is the most amazing thing ever. It's just like, okay, well, I want to be a part of this world on my skateboard. Because I do like the idea of a skateboard in a fantasy world. Because it's ridiculous to me. Jordan, this episode is going to be almost... We've done two-hour episodes before, man. That's why... Why do you think I skipped the last half of this sheet? Because I'm like, bro, if we do it, we can easily do a three-hour episode with this full sheet. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, we only did half of the sheet. It was a two... And we only talked for 30 30 minutes on Horizon, but, you know, whatever. Um, Anyways... (laughs) Cody, I like this world. I'm probably going to write a story in it because I love this world. I, I have an idea of just I like... I want to write the story of Bim Spirited Bim. away, but like not as like intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. More pun. Yeah, yeah, more pun. No, I'm going to go straight Princess Mononoke. <laughs> just like like she joins the Lamia. Gonna like decapitate and, like, someone with a yeah, bow yeah. and arrow. No, one of the Lamias gets shot with a poison arrow. She like it's like spits out the blood. It hasn't seen where she's looking at another person across the river, which is her face covered in blood. Yeah. Because <laughs> Princess Mononoke is a great movie, but like that scene every time is like, this is so edgy. This is her with her face half covered in blood. It's just like <laughs> so edgy. What's up? Hey. But anywho, Cody, I love doing this with you, but next week we're doing long form worlds. We'll talk about that quickly after this. And yeah, yep. plugs. Check me out at the Wandering Gamer Network on Twitch, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts at. You can check me out on the usual something I guess at twitch.tv and also my other podcast, the Side Characters Podcast, which is a podcast about cultural diversity in nerd culture. 
that will that link hopefully if i remember because i always forget will be in the podcast description anyways guys this has been really fun we talked for way too long as always and we'll be back with the new project next week so catch y'all on the flip side bye bye bye, bye.